Hello and welcome to another episode of Off the Field podcast with me Roshan Kapoor and as always Ishan Jain brother how are you I'm fine bro I'm good after a break after and a week's break Yeah after a week's break which we took just to you know think up all the ideas and we have like including this three or four episodes lined up so that is pretty good and as if the week could not go any worse for chelsea fans at least we lost to everton and now we have drawn atletico madrid in our champions league which we will predict and give what we think would be the score lines over the two legs uh so let's just go into it and start with uh, the first match that will be Borussia Mönchengladbach versus Manchester City. What do you think, Ishan? Would what would be the score line after the two legs? So, first of all, I would just like to say that I think Manchester City will win this game. I just would like to establish that before predicting my result. And I feel over the two legs, I don't think so. It will be like a clean sweep and a big score line. I think it will be a draw in the first leg, and City will win. I will say three-one over the two legs. Three-one over the two legs. Yes. Um, okay, but I, for me, I feel it will be more of an eventful match over the two legs. But I, my gut feeling says that City will have enough to go through. So I'll predict, uh, let's say a fourth. Three Manchester City win over the two legs. Four three. That's uh, that's an interesting one. Like maybe away goals. Like that could make the matchup really interesting. I feel like uh, first game is in Borussia Park, so I feel that game could end up in a draw, and uh, like City might go. to attain with the away goal advantage and all and they might just pull away and win 2-0 there so 3-1 in total like that so yeah that is an interesting match but i think city i would say it it would be more eventful than that but okay. yeah no um, definitely like we have we have seen like munchen gladback have beaten the likes of real madrid and everyone in like group stages but it's just they like they are in a pretty good form lately but say. they are but we are talking about a match which is nearly like ex- to be yeah which is more than 2 months away now it is the match is on uh, the 17th of february so it is like exactly 2 months from now so by then can teams like these sustain this form and like city we know are in a poor form but two months from now i'm sure the situation will be much different yeah but still if we do get our predictions sometimes right at least i do as oh, we okay. have established in this podcast. okay 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 uh, coming to the second match it is lazio versus uh, bayern munich and it is pretty obvious who is going to win that but score predictions what what do you say score predictions hmm i will say 
I mean, the only credit I'll give to Lazio with is one Immobile goal, but that will be um, at Bayern Munich. I will predict that much. Yeah, Lazio yeah. won't score in their home. Pretty sure. Yeah, it might be. Okay, like coming to the big fixture. Yeah, go ahead. Huh? You can't say so, but I would rather say it will be from an op- open play. Coming to the biggest fixture by by far in this. um round of 16 match and uh, a very hard fixture for me and ishan as well uh, atletico madrid versus chelsea what do you say <laughs> so we had our live reactions when we were watching the draws and we had some exchanges there and i mean as much as i would love to go with my not even with my heart with like because i support chelsea as much as i would love to say that chelsea will go through my mind and my heart does not allow me to say that on a practical level because we have seen like this chelsea team yes it is like we are two months away from that fixture and like anything can happen in those two months but i still don't think so that chelsea are, are going to break down the wall that is atletico madrid like we have seen like how well they are doing in the uh, la liga they are second and they have two games remaining as well plus they have only conceded four goals till now and two of them came they conceded only last game against real madrid so they are very very solid in defense and with jao felix like the new ronaldo in the in la liga i don't think they will have any problems going past chelsea I don't think so. It will be a game like Bayern Munich versus Chelsea. It still can be, but I don't think so. It will be like that. But I and I, I don't see Chelsea winning either of the games. To be honest, yeah. What is your opinion? Then we will come to the scoreline. See, according to me, uh, um, seeing last time we played Atletico Madrid, we never lost to them. We we won at the Wanda Mall. one metropolitan 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 we won 2-1 there and uh, we drew 1-1 at stamford bridge that was like 2 years ago 2 years ago and so then then the stadium was different bro then it was vincent candelon calderon nay 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 that was the first match they played yes when antonio conte was in charge bro, chelsea wanda metropolitan came last year didn't it Like the नहीं new stadium. नहीं, no. Two has years ago. Has it been ago. two years? Yes, it has been two years. Okay, okay. Didn't know. You, that. you Barca fans would not know anything about the new stadium. 
Uh, no, I on. mean like I I remember uh, appreciating it because it is such a great stadium. I mean, it is a pretty good stadium. It is a damn impressive. But uh, yeah, I get. Uh, yeah, I I think so. It came in to 2018 only because I remember Griezmann had his yeah, last year in that stadium. So 2017 or 18 something. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. So you were saying, yeah. Um, we have played like Atletico Madrid twice. I mean, the last time we met, we we didn't lose. We had, I'll say, not such a good squad back then. But seeing the form Atletico Madrid are in right now, factoring in the 11 games they have played and the 12 games Chelsea have played, um. I mean, I am a practical fan. I am not a delusional or biased fan, as you know. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest. I don't see Chelsea winning it, but I but I don't see Chelsea uh, losing it like the way they did against Bayern last season. Yeah. So for me, uh, for me, if you would ask me for a score prediction, I would say. Um, uh, two all and Chelsea would lose on away goals. Two what, all what? and Chelsea will lose on away goals. Hmm. That's 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 a solid prediction. Um, yeah, I would like to say that um, I would go for a. I don't know. I want to say three two, but I don't think so. Chelsea will be able to score more than one goal, so I will go for a two one. Two one Atletico. Yeah, I think so. Like the first fixture is in Madrid. I mean, the first and fixture is very important for Chelsea, to be really honest. Yeah, they have to score a goal away from home. They, they have, have to, to score, score a goal or two minimum. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But I feel they, I mean, yeah. So I feel like Atletico will uh, score one goal at home, and that will be it 1 0 to Atletico at home. And then when we go to London, we will have a one-all draw, and that will be it. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, it won't be like a goal massacre or something like that, as you no, said. No, no, no. It will be a very, very tight yeah. game. I because both teams are defensively quite solid. Obviously, Atletico Madrid are much more solid and have been for the past however many years. But Chelsea's new back line is rejuvenated and it is kind of a new kind of Atletico Madrid defense-wise because we all know how well we're doing defensively. And it is still like two months between now and then. Anything can happen, as I said. So, keeping that in mind, I don't think so. Chelsea will leak goals like anything. It will be a close match. But surely, like Atletico won't look like they... They haven't got it in the bag. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Uh, coming to the fourth game, that is RB Leipzig versus Liverpool. Uh, so, what do you think? Who will go through? Um, I, I honestly don't know, bro. Like, as much as I would love to say that Liverpool will win, I, I want to make a bold prediction in this whole, like, fixture lineup. And I, I can't see any other match being that bold prediction other than maybe RB Leipzig and Liverpool. I have one more in mind, but you know what? I will still say Liverpool is going to go through, but I don't 
like it will be a very close match and they will go through on away goals or something or maybe even penalties so i i personally think that it is going to be liverpool go liverpool goes through and it on penalties and it will be a one all draw in both the games i mean that is a very very precise prediction i mean yeah so because the, the, i i i I couldn't see Liverpool not going through in that fixture, but it certainly wouldn't be that easy for them, considering that we have seen Leipzig can leak goals like against United, and also that Leipzig can be very very lethal as shown against United. So it's just a matter of time that we have to kind of see what Leipzig does in the in these two months and how they are doing in Bundesliga and everything. but i think it is going to be an interesting match very close match and maybe maybe it might just come down to penalties or something like that i would rather go for um see i was first thinking that liverpool would win but uh, i i really don't think so i would rather go for a bold prediction which i feel will be very wrong but i feel leipzig will go through on away goals 3-3 that's fair i mean yeah in literally that this is probably one of the closest fixtures and like another one we have but like we all know on paper liverpool is the stronger team but these kinds of fixtures are the ones that can cause an upset so i think yeah this is one prediction that can be a bold one so yeah so you're saying leipzig goes through 3-3 away goal 3-3 on away goal yes okay so coming to the think? fifth match yeah huh? no no nothing go ahead go ahead coming to the fifth match it is fc porto versus juventus porto versus juventus i mean i think it's pretty easy for me i think juventus will go through and i i'm willing to say they will go through 3-0 okay now you see i feel they will give more of a fight to juventus than people anticipate for some reason uh, i i i just have this feeling and juventus being um not so defensively solid right now i i would predict a Juventus uh, win over the course of two legs, but I will say Porto will give their all. But in in the end, uh, Juventus have a player called Cristiano Ronaldo, and uh, he Mr. UCL he will himself. come in. Yes, Mr. UCL himself, and he will come in clutch when always needed. But I'll say um, three to Juventus. Okay, okay, okay. So you think they will score two goals? I, I, I mean, like we have seen Porto play against Manchester City, and the first leg was a nil-nil draw, if I'm not wrong, one-nil, one-one or nil-nil. I don't remember. It was like quite a boring match, and the latest game, City won three-nil. So, like Porto hasn't shown anything that convincing enough for me to say that they can challenge the likes of Juventus. so yeah i think it is going to be 
quite a like easy win for them. And Porto is like in the Portuguese league. Porto is not even in the top two right now. So current form also does not suggest that they might have something to offer. But yeah, I think no, I to to be really honest, I I have no idea how Porto is performing right now in the season in UCL. I couldn't be asked to see their matches or anything. But I feel somehow that they could be a team to, you know, look I mean, out yeah. for, I feel. Yeah, yeah, they have the minerals to do it. I mean, Porto is a nice squad. And yeah, anything can happen. It's UCL after all. Yeah. Uh, coming to the match, which Ishan never, never wanted to happen, to be really honest. I'm not uh, sure, bro. I'm not sure. I think I that mean, it never wanted to happen as in yeah, uh, in yeah, this yeah, situation yeah. Barca have according yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah if you yeah, if uh, you go that back, is, yeah. yeah, Barcelona versus Paris Saint Germain. I mean and you say that we never wanted this to happen, but with never, our never, I, I mean, no, but with our luck, even if we finished top of the table, we would no, we couldn't have drawn a threat to it. Sorry, yeah. So I mean, yeah, so PSG... Oh, you couldn't have... Yeah, exactly. You couldn't have drawn the yeah. But I was saying just like our luck is like just like that. We would have drawn the best team in second part. Bro, you don't, talk about, you don't talk about luck to Jersey Shine. Come on. I mean, I mean yeah, but at least okay. we are not Real Madrid or Juventus. Clean run altogether. Mm. Yeah, but... We'll, we'll talk about that. What, yeah. how, what do you think? How will this match pan out? So, considering where we finished second in the in the table, we it only could have gone bad for us. Like all the top teams, we we don't have any chance to win against any of the top teams. The mm-hmm. only two teams which we stand a chance against was Borussia Dortmund and PSG, and that too definitely not on paper. Only because both of those teams are kind of in a rut and are struggling this season. Borussia Dortmund have recently sacked their manager Lucien Favre and they have their assistant coach as their interim manager till the end of the season as it stands as the statement stands. It is till January I think. No, they have said till the end of the season they are sticking with their assistant coach but obviously it is like the statement of right now they might find an attractive manage offer for a manager and they might go for it but the official statement is till the end of the season and and obviously like on paper they have they both have a great squad but talking about psg because we have drawn them so i would have taken either of the two psg is the more difficult one out of them and the reason because is because they have Mbappe and Neymar. And that is enough for a team to be a step above and like be that one step better. But the wild card here right now is that Neymar has recently picked up an ankle injury and it didn't look good. He was stretched off the field. It is not a fracture. The reports are saying it is not a fracture. So he will be racing against time to be fit for this fixture. I mean, two months might be enough, but it might just be the case that he has just recovered and he is not fit enough or like sharp enough to play such a big game. So, if Neymar is not playing, first of all, I would I would be gutted because I would love to see Messi versus Neymar and like that, that on the field 
rivalry slash friendship friendship that would have been fun but that might just make things a little bit interesting but i i can't see barca winning man i just can't see barca winning because if mbappe gets on his bike i don't think so fucking longley or araujo is going to catch him like i just can't see that happening but i don't think so it is going to be like the first the first leg and then the second leg come back or something like that uh i i like you go first i don't know what the score predictions but you you go ahead first i'll think over it i would say 6-2 psg that is honestly that is fair you know i was just thinking that in 2016 when our team was when our team was good and i mean like good good and i mean like i could actually give my left kidney we don't yeah i for that team to come back that good so even then we lost 4-0 and yeah but we came back 6-1 but we have the capability we had the capability of losing 4-0 to psg back then so surely now when they have mbappe also and neymar also i'm pretty sure they can do that again um see but, what what my thinking is behind that 6-2 line is two goals for barca just because they have messi six goals for psg is because psg have pace that barca's backline uh, fear as simple as it gets that's true that's what i was saying that if mbappe gets going and like starts running longley and araujo does not stand any chance bro so that yeah. is quite lethal and then you can add di maria icardi and what not in the mix and i mean if neymar gets back then it's curtains for us but yeah i i, I would go like i think we can score they are not defensively the most solid unit i think we can score i mean i can see your 62 coming true but i will go for a 4-1 yeah i would go for a 4-1 psg over the two legs yeah i mean at the camp nou i think psg will win 2-1 at the camp nou and then 3-0 i think 3-0 I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I just they... have to give a bit of like, I have to be a bit positive about my team at home. So that's why I'm saying two one two PSG, still, and at their home in Paris, it might be two nil, it might be three nil. So it can end. I feel Barca would Barca would give a fight in the first leg, win. Uh, sorry, loss uh, by a goal. and then would be up for the second leg uh, score first have their morales high then somehow mess everything up concede a goal and it would be all downhill from there i mean the thing is that as we stand two months from now things will get better and in paris people like crowd will be allowed to enter the the stadiums we will have a significant amount of crowd there and bro being a barca fan i know how absolutely shit barca are on the road 
especially in the UCL. I mean, does not matter any league, any match. If they are away from home, they are shit. We have seen that against uh, Liverpool when they went to Anfield, they absolutely shat all over the field. And I feel something like that can happen again. So, two-one. PSG wins at home and that might be like a late winner for them or something like that. And when they will go to Paris, it will be a shit show for them. They might lose 3-0. So I will say a 5-1 victory to PSG. Yeah. It is basically the same for us. You're saying 6-2, I'm saying 5-1. But yeah, that's true. I can see that happening. Coming to our seventh match, uh, it will be Sevilla versus Dortmund. A good match, I'll say. It is Having a very faced good match. Sevilla, it will be a pretty good match. What do you say? What What do you think will be the scoreline? I mean, I don't know the injury situation of Sevilla right now because when Chelsea faced them, they were very, very severely hit by injury. But obviously, two months down the line, it might get better. But it will be a very close match considering that Dortmund has the... Uh, Severely hit by injuries? How come? Sevilla was... Luke, Luke, Luke Deong was on the bench. Uh, Lucas Ocampas was on the bench. Yeah, because they were in, like, injured. Like, they weren't fully fit back then. And like, I heard... I like, mean, they were rested rather than injured. That is what at least the uh, the commentator said when I saw the okay. match. They were rested. They were not injured, I feel. I might be wrong with that. But I don't know. I heard somewhere that Sevilla had a few first-team injuries. Or obviously, like I don't think so. That will play a part two months down the line. Nothing like it won't be that severe. But yeah, even then, I think it will be a very very tough match because Sevilla are overall a good team. They can defend very well and they can score on the counter. Dortmund is a guns up like guns blazing all out attacking team. So they might catch Dortmund on the counter and score a goal or something. But I, I just I just want to give Dortmund the benefit of the doubt. It, the only factor that is that they haven't been performing that well lately and they've sacked their manager and who knows what might be the case two months down the line. But I I mean like the the pairing of Jaden Sancho and Erling Haaland can single handedly take them across the line, I believe. So they have the individual star power. I would say a, I would say three to Borussia Dortmund. Hmm. I see. I I feel Sevilla will go through. Uh, but would you classify that as an upset or not? I am not sure. For I feel Sevilla will go through, and uh, it will be. Let's say. Uh, Sevilla will go through on away goals, I feel. Like a 2-all or a 3-all. Okay. I mean, again, and like literally, the match will be really close and either of the teams can go through. I, I, I wanted to say a similar thing like Dortmund will go through on away goals and literally anything like that can happen. So, the gist is you believe it is going to be a close goal, close game and Sevilla will go through. And I feel Dortmund will go through in a close game. So, it is going to be interesting. I, I ju- I'm just giving the star power that they have right now. That an edge over Sevilla. 
because i feel that is an important thing and i feel that like in football as a sport in general for every team so i just want to give good shout out to the win for that coming to the last match which uh, well uh, both me and ishan were very disappointed to see that match up atlanta versus real madrid what do you think for me this game depends on only two things only two things you first say your prediction then i'll say bro uh, honestly the thing is they could have gotten a worst op- opponent i feel a worst opponent worst opponent in maybe a lazio or porto or something like that so atlanta isn't the worst the most like absolutely worst opponent they can score goals we know that atlanta can score goals and real madrid can concede goals but then again in knockout games real madrid just they win man they win but i don't know i mean i i also don't know you you continue i i need just some time to think over it so like i said this fixture depends on two things really uh from at atlanta side uh joseph elicic to be fit and play that is a very big part from atlanta side and from real madrid side if uh, ramos plays or not if ramos does not play i don't see real madrid going through i'll be really honest did ramos play against atletico yeah yes 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 he did and uh, see if ramos does not play real madrid are finished I, i i i feel they have no chance against atlanta with or without elisic so for me i will say a bold prediction uh, and i feel um i see atlanta scoring in both both the legs to be really honest okay. i feel and i see at, at Atlanta conceding also in both the legs to be really honest. Yeah, I think it, it is will, going to be a high scoring game because yeah. It 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 will be very eventful. I'll go for a uh four to Atlanta win. Four two to Atlanta. Yeah. Hmm. So I will go for a Real Madrid win considering that Atlanta is just not the same Atlanta that we have seen for the past two seasons. like this season they haven't had that start till now like they are eighth or ninth in the italian league i mean they just aren't the same right now and real madrid to be fair yes they haven't had the best start to the season themselves they are not doing great in the in la liga and they literally they it took the last game for them to qualify they qualified top of the league still so i mean real madrid just manages to go through i mean they they will do anything and they will just go through so i feel uh, real madrid will go through but it will be a high scoring game and they will go through 4-3 yeah they will go through 4-3 and that might be like a two a two all draw in atlanta that that might be the case and then a 2-1 victory for real madrid in spain yeah that seems fair it will be close it will be close 
Okay, so we have pretty much uh, summed up what we feel about the draw, how what our reaction was, and what we think will be the score lines and which all teams would go through. So I think that would be it. We should wrap it right there. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I mean, it was an eventful draw. Do you just want to quickly like we have had the Europa League draws as well? And we we can just quickly say the top two three matches that we have. United are playing Real Sociedad. Arsenal are playing Benfica. What do you think about these two fixtures? Um, see, uh, regarding Manchester United against Real Sociedad, uh, Real Sociedad are having a very good game. I mean, a, a very good season in La Liga also, but. Uh, uh, I feel it's United after all. United will go through, I feel. Uh, and I also feel without any problem, they will go through. But uh, when it comes to Arsenal and them having drawn Benfica, I don't really know how Benfica is doing right now in uh, Liga Nos. And... Uh, how did they do in their group stage? I do not follow them much. But I feel Benfica will have enough to you know, beat Arsenal. But even if Arsenal beat Benfica, I won't be surprised. But I don't see Arsenal going further than, let's say, quarterfinals. I mean, I kind of disagree with both the results that you have said. I mean, I just Real Sociedad are really, really good this season. Like I've seen them play in La Liga this season. They are just actually doing something amazing there, and like David Silva has gone there and they are they are playing really good. And I feel that can play a part against United. David Silva knows United. He has played against that team for so long that might add to the equation. I just think Real Sociedad will win that game. Will like will win the the fixture, and they will go through. Because and it also depends. I mean, if United, it is in like February only that time only. So if United are still with Solja, they might sack him in the next month or two. I don't think so. They will sack him this year until unless something outrageous happens. But still, I feel Real Sociedad will edge that game. And nah, definitely United won't win that game. They won't win that picture easily. That's for sure. I mean, they can win. Obviously, your prediction can be right. But the part that they are going to win without like any problem, I don't think so. I don't agree with that at all. But yeah, for me, Sociedad are going to edge that fixture. Not very comfortably, but they are going to go through. And coming to Benfica versus Arsenal, I just... I, I, with Arsenal's current situation, current managerial situation, current form and everything, I don't see them winning any match that they play from now on. In the Premier League, maybe maybe against the bottom four, they might win. But I don't see them winning any match other than that. In the Europa League also, yeah, I think it is going to be close. Benfica won't be like all over Arsenal or something like that. 
but yeah it, it might because we've seen arsenal performing good in europa league and they are, they they perform really shit in the premier league and in the europa league they are playing their b squad kind of like youth players and everything so i'm sad here thinking they should, should they continue doing that because those players have performed and like given like given out the results for the team so why shouldn't they be continuing with the rest of the matches i don't know but i just maybe arsenal will win that fixture but i just can't sit right here and at this point and say arsenal will go through i just can't for me it's going to be benfica and real sociedad but i either of the ways real sociedad versus manchester united is going to be a very very interesting game and i think it is one to watch and no one should miss that game and obviously it is going to be like a solo game you won't clash it with another game so you can watch it and i i'm going to be watching it i'm sure okay so i mean as you've seen we've also covered the major teams in europa league excluding the you know ac milans and tot tottenham's who have a very one sided fixture yeah So I think that will be it. Uh, anything you would like to say, Ishan? No, I think we've covered pretty much everything. So we've basically pr- given our predictions for the round of sixteen matches this this uh, knockout stage, and that is pretty much it. So as always, you you just like uh, the post, follow the page, share this video, this podcast to your friends on your Instagram and everything. You can always listen to the. audio bit on spotify and just follow us on spotify as well and thank you for listening that would be it uh, we would be back of another week with another topic and we'll see you later then goodbye